0: Grab your popcorn and goobers, it's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host,
1: Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts, here's
0: Heather. Hey everybody, it's Heather Brooker. This is episode 10 of Motherhood in Hollywood. Thanks so much for joining me. My guest today is Justice Leek. Justice leak not justice league um although with the kinds of tv shows he's been uh, appearing on and filming lately he might as well be in the justice league um uh, because he's really blowing up in the uh, sci-fi and sort of comic book world so uh you'll get to hear him talk about that a little bit and also how he got his start in the biz meantime as for me Hey, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I want to take a minute to stop being weird and thank everybody for following me on Twitter at MIH Podcast. And also, um, you guys, Facebook page is uh, blowing up over there. I want to give a quick shout out to Lexi Marmon Cowden. Hey, how's it going? Juan Espinosa? Uh, Sandra Cruz, uh, JJ Martinez, Mary Lopez, just a few of the people who have joined us recently over on the motherhood Hollywood Facebook page. That's where you can find posts from my blog, uh, that I'll post on there sometimes. Also just fun things I find around the internet, um, inappropriate comments, you know, the huge uh, pretty much what motherhood in Hollywood is all about. It's been a good week for me. Uh, lately I've been having some great auditions. Some of them I can't really talk about. They're that exciting. Um, and Channing is doing great. She's man, you guys, she is nailing the pee pee in the potty. Um, if there was like award an award for the, for the pee pee in the potty, she would totally win it. But she would not win the poo poo and the potty award. So that's uh, something we're working on still. It is, the struggle is real, folks. It is real gross and it is really happening in our house. So if, um, I'm curious to know if any moms out there who are listening or anybody um, has any tips on how we can maybe encourage the poo poo to find its way into the potty. Uh, I would love to hear from you. <laughs> If you want to email me at motherhoodandhollywood at gmail.com or tweet me or put, drop something on the Facebook page, would love to hear what you guys suggest as far as encouraging her to poo-poo more because bribes, um, and, uh, crying are not, are not working. Uh, I'm just crying while I pick up a poop off the floor. Uh, good times guys. Potty training is good times. Uh, So yeah, find me over on uh, the Facebook or the Twitter. And you know what? Actually, I've been having a lot of fun with the social media lately, especially thanks to my friend Brian over at Pineapple Advertising. Brian uh, is a marketing genius, an advertising genius, and he's really been giving me some great advice and some great tips on marketing this show because quite honestly, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I should admit that or not, but um, I'm having a good time trying to find out and I hope you guys are enjoying the adventure right along with me. Um, but Brian has been really instrumental in helping me figure out some of the social media things like I'm on uh, Periscope now. Are you on the Periscope? Go and find me, Motherhood in Hollywood, on Periscope. I'm going to be doing live broadcasts uh, with our guest, Also, um, just fun things that are happening in my world throughout the day whether it's being on the studio lots or um, interviewing um, my daughter when she poops on the floor. No, Um, but definitely go and check us out on Periscope. And so uh, if you have any needs for your business or for marketing or social media, give Brian a call at Pineapple Advertising. Uh, That's pineappleadvertising.com and he could totally hook you up and help you out. Uh, again, pineappleadvertising.com, ask for Brian, tell him Heather from Motherhood and Hollywood sent you. I'd appreciate it. Now, I want to get right to the show, because it's a good one, guys. Uh, again, my name is just, my name, hello, um, my guest is Justice Leek, and I should warn you, before we go into the show, uh, we popped a bottle of wine before we began to record this one, so you can also hear me in the middle of the show, like, pouring wine way too close to the microphone so if you're like is someone peeing no it's just me filling her up um so things get a little loosey-goosey uh i was kind of trying to maybe see if justice would spill the beans on some of the shows he's worked on he has some really cool stories to tell about the flash behind the scenes on the flash um the walking dead vampire diaries And the upcoming uh, CBS show, Supergirl. He didn't reveal too much, so nobody freak out. But uh, he did have some pretty cool stuff to say about who he's playing on that show. So this is a really good one, you guys. A really good episode. I'm so glad you're here. So now I'm going to shut it and let you hear from Justice. So I think, Justice, uh, before we get into all of my questions that i have for you we should talk about first of all how handsome you are
1: oh my god <laughs> can we spend the whole hour talking about that please? just
0: talking about how yes. gorgeous you are you guys if you have not googled justice i suggest you do that immediately um <laughs> i was somebody's
1: man crush monday today
0: were that you was, really? yeah it's oh like, my very god very exciting that's when you know you've made it in yeah. Hollywood um it's a
1: 68 year old man who who made i i'm just guessing i have no idea than no one though it is it is thank you sir
0: i've never been anyone man anyone's man crush something to aspire to It's early yeah it's still early it's still uh my dreams are not over yet so uh let's talk for a second about how we know each other because uh here in los angeles Mm -hmm. you cannot take a dump in a public toilet without running into another actor. Oh. And um, that's where Justice and I met. No, no, no.
1: Happens all the time.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, you can't go anywhere, really, without running into fellow actors. And what's great about um, LA, and this particularly Universal Studios, Mm -hmm. is they have a theme park there, and they have a studio tour. And Justice and I were both tour guides at the Universal Studios tour. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of really great actors and fellow industryites or whatever that worked there. So that's how we met. And, um, right. Yeah. Oh, okay. For a yeah, second.
1: No.
0: <laughs> 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 you had a concerned look on your face. I thought, oh shit. Did I meet you somewhere else? Well,
1: it was like, do we mention the Craigslist thing? We didn't. Oh no. sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, it's yeah. Okay. Universal Studios. I met a lot of really great, uh, friends as well as, uh, industry, mm-hmm. uh, people, it attracts a certain type of yeah. individual. Uh, you know, personable, mm-hmm. tends to be personable, outgoing. Right. Um, and has a love or, or a passion for TV or film. Right. Uh, whether or making it or, or, or just a fan of the of, of the medium, you know. So, um, you know, we have some lifers in there who yeah. just really love being around movies. And the
0: movie studio. Because the tour itself, for those of you who haven't actually been to Universal Studios or don't know anything about the tour um you get on like a tram thing and it holds like 200 people or you can do like a vip tour that holds now i think it's like 50 it used to be 16 but they've increased it um and it takes you around the movie studio at universal and you get to see where movies are made and tv shows and stuff like that so it's a pretty cool thing but they like you to be sort of outgoing and easy uh, or good with improv and so it does really draw in actors so there's a lot of Actors plus, they're really great. Like with, I'm not trying to pimp Universal. Don't go get a job at Universal, <laughs> just because we're talking about. Just because Justice and I are amazing and we started... And super
1: it. successful, <laughs> super successful. Everyone, Everyone. no, but it, it it does, and they they are very supportive of actors. And um, as as. <laughs> Are down some wine. Can we tell them that we're We're drinking? drinking,
0: We're totally drinking wine right now, by the way. It is. By the end of the podcast, I fully expect us to be revealing real personal shit. Yeah,
1: it may start early. I (laughs) mean, you already talked about your poops. It's true. So um,
0: my love of public bathrooms. Your
1: love of public bathrooms. No, but it it, it does, um, you know, they'll let you off for auditions, although you have to do this thing called whipping, which sounds way hotter than right. it really, really is. Right, but it's actually um, hard. It's awful. You got to yeah. do a bunch of tours in a row and lose your mind in the process. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you can book a show, uh, be gone for uh, several months and still come back and have your job. So there's not a lot of, uh, of jobs like that in LA. Definitely
0: not, no. That's um, why a lot of actors out here end up working night jobs or weekend jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, bartending, I did that. Bartending, yeah. But one of the reasons I bring up Universal is because... You, several years ago, took a really huge leap of faith by leaving mm. Universal. Tell me about that and tell me your decision uh, and to, what led up to that.
1: Yeah, it, it really was a turning point for me. Um, and I, I mean, I was hoping that it would be that at the time. But um, so when I came to L.A., I got to back up just a little bit. So when mm-hmm. I came to L.A. In, in the fall of 2007, on the heels of um, uh, this movie called The Great Debaters, uh, directed by Denzel Washington, so I had done that in Atlanta. I had worked a little bit in the Atlanta market, I got into acting really, really late. But, um, so that film was supposed to get um, some award season buzz. And I was encouraged by the mom of one of the actors on the set that I should be in LA before it
0: gets out. Whose mom?
1: Uh, um, Journey Smollett.
0: Oh, nobody knows who that is. Go Journey ahead, Smollett?
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, her, her brother yeah. now is uh, Josie, Josie? he's on Empire. He's the. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, she's also in the new underground. She works a lot. You'd recognize her. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, so it was her mom who was like, "Get out there; it might help you get an agent." Sure enough, I got an agent within the first month of being here. Um, and then the rioter strike happens.
0: Oh, yeah. that's the, um, that that actually I think hurt a lot of people who were just getting started at that time.
1: Completely changed the industry. My mm-hmm. agents would proceed to tell me for the next six years that they represented me that you know the industry changed and you know had you been here five years before ten years before you would different. you would have started working and never stopped but uh, were with, you
0: SAG at the time were the union yeah
1: yeah yeah I was I was union at the time so um but after the writer's strike ended and it's so funny I I, I did the premiere for Great Debaters I just talked about this because I had a publicist uh, meeting this morning um my first ever red carpet. Oh, this is, here, here we go with the tangents. It's already starting. Uh, but it, it, it's great, and I think it's helpful uh, to to hear stories like this because all, all most people ever see is, is what winds up on television. Sure. And so um, there were a handful of us, uh, four or five actors who had small supporting roles in that movie, The Great Debaters, and uh, we all decided to pitch in on a limo. I mean, it was so hard Fine. to even get yeah, get tickets to this thing, but we did. My mom was my date, you know. Uh, me and another actor by the name of Glenn Powell, who's about to blow up yeah. <laughs> this year. He's on the new uh, Scream Queen. So anyway, his his career is kind of out of control. Um, so he nominated me, for me to be the first one, like, out of the limo. And so I was like, okay, cool. I didn't have much expectations of this, even though, like, Oprah was, like, producing it I knew it was kind of going to be a big deal but whatever it was
0: a big movie yeah Yeah. but
1: seven people saw it It it's fine (laughs) Um, so anyway the door opens by someone on the red carpet and then flashbulbs go crazy I mean I can't even see it was like jumping into like a cold swimming pool I was like oh my god this is crazy and they settled down once they saw that I wasn't <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, Aww. and you could see everyone like go to their cameras and like delete, 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 oh, delete, no. delete. <laughs> and so <laughs> me, bastards. I know, I know. But I get it, I get it, I get it. You know, gigabytes were more than they used right. to be, um, uh, than they are now. So anyway, uh, that was my first experience. It, it was, it was so cool to be a part of, but. I at the end of this, you know, very glamorous event where I got to meet um, uh, Clive
0: Davis. Davis. Yeah, Owen? yeah, yeah. Clive Davis, oh. um,
1: the musician. Too bad musician. it wasn't Clive Owen. Uh, that would have been cool. Yeah. yeah, but like Samuel L. Jackson. Did like, you meet Oprah? I did not. Oh, I met bitch. Gail.
0: Oh, oh, that like, Pretty close. Like it's that's at, like Oprah Light. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's pretty damn close. Yeah,
1: it's pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, we did set, stand next to each other on the red carpet. Yeah, you and Oprah, are you? Well, and yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, <gasps> right there. Yeah, it that's, was. It was a little bizarre. My my mom looked like she was about to pass out. I, I like, would mom, pass out. Are you doing okay? And she was like, I, I can't <laughs> breathe. <laughs> I was like, It's mm. fine. It's gonna be fine. So, um. Anyway. I just moved out here. I was couch surfing. I knew almost no one, Mm -hmm. and so I, you know, leave this very glamorous event to go. stay on someone's air mattress in their oh, living room wow. like that's what but that's great that's it's
0: great but also like that's that is such a heartbreaking story because it's like as actors we can, you can be in a huge successful movie with produced by oprah effing winfrey mm-hmm. and go and have to sleep on someone's air mattress at night and i don't think nope. a lot of people know that like no the uh, the working actors the everyday you know out there hustling working actors are not making millions of dollars we're not we don't have houses in Malibu and you know mansions in the hills and all of that. So it's.
1: I mean, I have to, but oh, you have some to. people oh, don't. Excuse yeah. me, me. No. Some people are poor, <laughs> but um. So anyway, that was kind of my first experience. I during the writer's strike, it was kind of fine. I was like, ah, you know, I'm so optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I it, it's going to give me a chance to learn the streets of Los Angeles. You right, know, right, right. And uh, so when that finally ended in April ish. Uh, of the next spring I was finally able to have auditions and I booked like three guest stars in a row like boom 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 like within a month and my agents were like don't Get used to this. This doesn't it's usually not happen. Normal, yeah. Right. And it's I was very like,
0: unusual. But you still can't help but feel like I'm a star. Look uh, at me. Yeah. I mean they were they were telling <laughs> me
1: that like it's oh it's not normal. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know I get it. I get Maybe it. Maybe it's, it's so, not this normal is so hard. for your
0: other clients.
1: Right, right. And
0: then you are you start deleting people from your phone already. Don't need this person mm, anymore.
1: Don't need They're that. Don't need that. Uh, but it is um, very
0: unusual to book but that many I, shows.
1: Right. But at that point I had been working for about
0: six years.
1: So it so it wasn't like it was gonna coming out of nowhere. Right. It, you wasn't, know? You,
0: it wasn't overnight.
1: It so wasn't overnight.
0: So it, when did you start at Universal? Was it around that time?
1: Um, so what happened was I after I booked those three, I then tested for Fox uh, for a show called Lie to Me.
0: Okay. Um, I think I remember that
1: Yeah with Tim Roth
0: Yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Chris really liked it Never watched it Never Never watched it Were you mad Because you Um, didn't get
1: it I was a little heartbroken Oh my
0: god Well because
1: it happened Right on the heels Of all this other stuff And you know I'm signing contracts And seeing how much You're going to get paid And your life changing Right Because in
0: the testing process And when you go to like Do your screen test And your pilot Your final like Network audition They make you Essentially sign A five year contract In some cases it's less So this was a six year deal Yeah Um, beforehand to make sure they own your soul before they commit to you. Right. And they do that with everybody.
1: Everybody that walks in the door. So right. it's, it, which at that point is, it's usually down to three or four right. mm-hmm. uh, for the first studio test. But, um, you know, it went really well. I killed it. Everyone's like nodding their mm-hmm. heads and, and I'm getting like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep. I got some laughs. Um, and then I go to my, agent's office afterwards and we're kind of talking about it and he gets the call and I was like yeah that's good because the next day was a network test uh, for even more people which is the last kind of little hurdle and he was like oh okay yep yep oh Ooh. and I was like
0: oh, and, and you're shit. sitting there?
1: I'm sitting in his office oh, God. and knowing that it's not going to happen and uh, the feedback was um, that they wanted someone more vanilla.
0: More vanilla.
1: That was a note from some person from the studio in the room who the was afraid that I I've might be distracting next to Tim Roth. I was a supporting character because so they, you
0: are so handsome. I,
1: because I'm so handsome. I know. Which I get brings it. this podcast I'm looking right full at you. I get it. circle. <laughs> and it's over. So I was heartbroken. Um, I ended up yeah. taking a. Um, What I thought was gonna be a part time job at a hotel. So I was working at this little hotel, what I thought was gonna just get me by until, you know, things, auditions picked up in the fall, and they just never did. So fast forward two more years, 2010. Oh, wow. I auditioned for the Universal Tour Guides. Uh, Fast forward. Who who interviewed
0: you? Was it Mike?
1: My very first interview was Ben, my 32nd interview. Whoa, really? Yeah. Oh you didn't that's think tough. It, yeah.
0: That's a tough he's a toughie. Ben Salisbury, yeah. uh who used to be on the nanny mm-hmm. um was also the head of the studio tour for a few years. And um he was a tough cookie.
1: Well, I guess
0: I guess you were like
1: they were desperate. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so to go back and I think answer your question, which was mm-hmm. how did I get out of this? It was the fall of two thousand and thirteen. Um, I had been cast in the industry showcase. Uh-huh. Um, w- what would have been my, my fourth time, right. um, which they have for the tour guides.
0: Mm-hmm. They As, do a big showcase to bring in casting directors and agents and kind of just for the tour guides, be able to show off their acting skills and like, you know, in the hopes of having their tour guides get discovered.
1: Anthony Mendel. Who's yeah, a um, an acting
0: teacher? Here. Acting
1: teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was his second or third time directing. I can't remember. We're waiting for my partner to to get there to rehearse, and he just kind of offhandedly says, "He he was like, so what? What are you still doing here?" And I was like, "What? Um, we're waiting for you know Anthony to show up. You know, whatever. Yeah, I forget who my partner was. What a dumb was. question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> um, no, he was like, "What are you still doing at Universal?" He was like, "I I just." I'd hate to see you. He was like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be in television. Mm -hmm. I just hate to see you be comfortable. And what's interesting is two weeks after that, I have an audition for an independent horror film, which you and I both know there are a lot of those. So I show up um, and it is for the, the role of Redneck. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: unnamed character redneck <laughs> right he's in one scene has two lines oh god and then i look and see who wrote it which is one of my agents <gasps> and i was like are you fucking kidding me
0: oh, no. your like, own agent was making you audition for a two-line part on an on a tiny horror movie yeah
1: so i go in I, I do my thing, whatever. Mm. Find out that I have a callback, and it's the callbacks on Thursday. And I, I show up, go into the lobby, only to find out that I'm a week early for my callback.
0: Oh, And I was like,
1: no. oh, great. Like, okay. just, I don't even want this part. I don't even want to be in this movie. Yeah. And I did all this stuff. I had people, you know, coming in for early for me at the hotel and getting off and doing all. And I'm a week early. Yeah. Well, it's kismet because standing in the lobby is a very good friend of mine who had just signed with a manager i didn't realize this from that management firm Uh uh-huh and they were standing in the lobby and we all kind of laughed at the fact that oh here i am a week early right Uh and um i walked out with my buddy and uh i was like hey so you really like this guy and he's like he's great yeah why don't you come tonight i'm a bartender you know he's like to the bar he'll I'll make sure that he's, he'll be there and maybe you guys can hit it off and maybe he'll sign you or something. You know, that's kind of the idea. And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, yes, I need somebody, right? Yeah. Um. So sure enough, I made him out. I'm at this bar. I'm, I'm having conversation. And, and he says, hey, so you're an actor, right? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was like, are you going in for um, uh, David Rappaport next weekend, uh, next week for The Flash? And I was like, <laughs> <gasps> I was like let me let me just stop you right there. I think he phrased it, uh, are you going out for that new um you know, the, the new lead in the series for, you know, that they're spinning off of Arrow. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> let, let, I'm sorry, did you not know what I was coming to audition for? It was the redneck role for the oh, independent film. God. I was like I'm not going in for a new series regular show. And he was like, "Hmm. Well, he was like, I think you're more right than my client mm-hmm. who's actually going in." And I happened to know the casting director. I was like, oh, really? And he was like, you should ask your agency. I was like, I'll ask, but we'll see. He was like, it is a lot of dialogue, so just be aware. And I was like, well, if you don't mind, could you send it to me this weekend? Maybe I'll I'll, I'll get a head start on it because he was like, it's like 10 pages. So not only does he send me the script, but he puts in a good word for David Rappaport. And sure enough, guess who I have a meeting with on Tuesday.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: for this. And I was like, oh, my God.
0: Isn't it interesting how um, when you get a team behind you that believes in you and knows your worth better than you do, uh, almost it makes a world of difference. So much. Because it's like all of a sudden then they see your value in the industry and they support you and they submit you for parts that are not only just right for you, but parts that you want to play. Do you want some more wine, by the way? Of
1: course I do. Um, It's delicious.
0: (laughs) Best podcast ever.
1: What I will... That is true. Uh, What I will say in their defense is that you know they had repped me for six years and during a transitional part uh, point in, in the... Entertainment industry. industry, right, where things were uh, all a mess be- after the writer's strike. And there's some degree of fatigue that I'm sure happens yeah. when you pitch somebody day in and day out and they're not getting anywhere.
0: It's like night and day sometimes between agents and managers out here. That's why. Having a good agent, a good manager is super important. And everybody wants to get, like, they. everybody thinks they need to be with Willie Morris or you know, CAA or whatever, but you which don't.
1: Is, which is not true, right? No. I uh, had a buddy who was with them as soon as he came out here. Oh,
0: wow. And um, did he get lost in the shuffle?
1: He absolutely got lost. Yeah. And part of it might have been that they were shelving him, which is sometimes what they do. I've heard about that. Yeah. I can't
0: believe that something like that would happen. That's where um, top agencies will sign somebody who is similar to someone they have on their uh, roster already or could be in competition with someone on their roster. And then just don't submit them for big parts because they don't want that person competing.
1: They do a similar thing with scripts as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I can't imagine that happens but obviously that came that term came from somewhere
1: it didn't come out of nowhere right that's so
0: I, I imagine maybe it, it happens at some level yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, that's what Melissa McCarthy's agent would do with me <laughs> 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 they would bring me on over there at whoever she's with William Morris I don't know um, so you after Tony um, Mendel Anthony Mendel said this to you right
1: so I had the Flash audition yeah right mm-hmm. And uh, went really well. And he said, he uh, David said right then, he, he was like, um, you're not the guy, but you're really great.
0: Oh, nice. Um,
1: and then he just talked to me for about five, ten minutes. And Sorry. then he brought me back the next week for a guest spot on The Tomorrow People, which I don't think yeah. is on the air anymore. No, I've heard of Um, that. And then a few weeks after that, he asked if I would come in and be a reader for as they're trying to cast uh the flash pilot and i was like yes please yeah because i thought that would be such a great opportunity not just to meet the producers and everything of the show but to see what's happening on the other side of that room to sort of break down the barrier of 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 this what what magic thing happens inside that room i had several little epiphanies um what can I share? <laughs> um, well, you, can just talk, like,
0: you can speak generally. Like, just about-
1: in general. Yeah. Um, what, what I learned is sometimes they know who they want to be right before mm-hmm. they come in the room. And that's under, oh, sure. That's understandable yeah, because if they their preferences. It, yeah, if they're coming off of a big credit or they have kind of the look or the following that mm-hmm. they're looking for, which let's face it, this is a business. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, NBC isn't hiring just anybody because they like them. Yeah. It's because they have a following that mm-hmm. they're going to bring eyeballs. It's about, you know, we're, we're doing it for the art. Uh, they're doing it for, for the, the money cash, yeah. and that's fine. And, and they pay us money and we're, that's how it works.
0: And that's how we keep doing our art.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. So um, so that was apparent. Um,
0: but it sounds like David Rappaport really liked you. Oh, he, he did. He took a, took a shine to it. He yeah. took a little
1: shine. And I am forever grateful because I haven't really been working with some good actors. And especially with, you know, they were looking to cast some TV veterans for some of the older Uh, characters. Mm -hmm.
0: Are you talking about The Flash still?
1: The Flash. Or Tomorrow. Okay. Flash. Yeah. So this is now they're now casting the pilot which will be for the series regular. So we had a a lot of producer sessions for that. Right. It's not your and and we had a couple months to do it. It's not your standard TV show where they got to cast it in a week.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. So we had lots of sessions. Um, And I got to read opposite some TV veterans, you know, and like read with them. And That's he awesome. li- he likes actors to be their readers, yeah. so I, I was very careful not to, you know, um,
0: not to overact. In not your, to overact to yeah. be distracting
1: and to kind of be ready when they wanted someone, but also give them, you know, I was I was going to be in something. it with it, right? Um, and some s- some actors, some of the younger actors, struggled with connecting. Yeah. I do the same thing Yeah, sure. with, re- you know, with remembering not to just read my lines off their face mm-hmm. and to take them in. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a couple of like TV veteran guys that came in that just they blew right through their marks that we had for them. <laughs> this <laughs> one guy came right up to me and they're like trying to like turn the camera to like face him, but they're not going to stop him. Sure. And he even went off. Uh, off he, he, he went up on one of his lines mm-hmm and i was i was kind of giving him the look like do you want me to go ahead and come in now or do you mean are you looking for the line are you gonna and sure enough like i i saw like he just took a second got the line and went right back into it he did not let it fluster him he didn't let it not let it bother you
0: think that he was doing that because he was like i have nothing to lose here and i literally give no f's or if he was just like So Yeah. Because he's so secure in what he's doing.
1: I think it's, he's so secure in what he's doing and let's be honest on the day. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you would do anyway. If you go up in your line, you, you either wait for a second, grab it or call for line and they'll yell it to you Mm -hmm. and you, you'll kind of back up a little bit. You might ask the other actor, Hey, could you get, you know, feed me that again. And then you start over. Everyone's still rolling. Nothing's cut, you know, no harm, no foul. They'll be able to edit this a million different ways anyway. Mm -hmm. So I just took that as confidence. He didn't get in his head about it. Like I said, he did what he needed to do in the room to give the performance. And that was it.
0: What was the first big thing that you booked that sort of
1: got everything going? Halt and Catch Fire. It's a show on AMC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, That uh, another like 17 people watch.
0: Because um, it's almost yeah, it's almost like a momentum out here. Once you book one thing, then all of a sudden people are like, "Oh, oh, Justice, who's this? Oh, Heather, who's this?" And then you book something else. A week and
1: a half later, I book Walking Dead.
0: Isn't that amazing?
1: Yeah, out of. For- not having a, a legitimate booking in five years.
0: Now tell me um, about Walking Dead because I know there's a lot of fans that are gonna be listening. Holla. Holla. um,
1: Walking Dead. So at the end of season six, uh, the gang arrives at terminus, which they had been looking for as somewhat of a sanctuary, mm-hmm. you know, in this in this world, um, and they and they find out that it is not a sanctuary and it was basically a trap, and so at the beginning of the season premiere of season seven um you see why uh people were being lured to terminus and spoiler alert if you haven't watched it Uh we're a bunch of cannibals so we're eating folks
0: so i was not zombies right we're not
1: no we're eating fresh meat oh yeah yeah actual actual people you never actually see us eating, Anyone? Oh, but we're, brutal. we're, we're chopping them up and Gross. it was a really,
0: dude, um, everyone was losing their GD minds on my Facebook page. They were like, justice is on the walking dead. It's crazy. They were like, um,
1: so I mean, I might've said six sentences in that whole thing, but still, uh, but had two show. interviews on CNN and they brought me in the studio for it Sorry. because the show, that episode was the most watched cable television show of all time, of all time. Which is insane. Yeah. I think I'm unrecognizable, which is fine. <laughs> Did you know that, um, I didn't realize this, the very first guy that whose throat I slit, Yeah, he plays uh, the penguin on Gotham.
0: Oh.
1: Isn't that crazy? Do you
0: still keep in touch with him? No. I was, was going to say. I didn't
1: even know at the time. Oh. Because he was filming it. Because um, I think... Gotham premiere January watch Gotham. this year.
0: Did you watch... Are you watching Gotham? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I try to watch it. I'm just... I know the Batman storyline is supposed to be dark and twisted and like Batman as a character is mm-hmm. very dark. I just... This show was just too much, but it was like drippy dark. It was like, oh, we're so evil. We make evil look evil. And yeah. it's like, calm down. We get it.
1: I had a fun tweet today. Can I tell you this? Yeah. Because for the first time in my life, people...
0: Are excited to talk to you? Yes. Tweet you? On, on tweet. <laughs>
1: and so when this thing came through with uh, Supergirl or whatever, someone just tweeted, I just saw it today, said, um, are you serious? His name's Justice mm-hmm. League. Uh, he couldn't be more perfect if his name was Batman Jones or something <laughs> like that. Like he deserves to be in a DC comic. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Okay, I'm Okay. So, so
0: we have to talk about Supergirl then. Yeah. 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 So um, what is the character you're playing on Supergirl? Uh, I saw the picture. It looks like a big bug.
1: It does look like a big (laughs) bug. Um, What can I tell you about that character? It, uh, I really can't talk too much about it, other than. Well, you
0: don't have to tell me what you do on the show. Yeah, but like, what is? I mean,
1: Helgrimite is a. um, How do you say it again? Helgrimite.
0: Helgrimite.
1: And what's (laughs) this? Is
0: how ridiculous I am. I went up to Chris and I go, "Hey, Justice has got a show called Hel. Uh, He's a character called Helgrimite." Hell, hell grammar yeah. hell hell and something about hell yeah and he was like I don't know what you're talking about you're so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> he's like please stop and then I showed him the picture and he's like
1: oh yeah hell grammar. well yeah it's, it's, it's a lesser known um character but he is a super villain he was part of the suicide squad yeah. we all know that the suicide squad movie is about to come out mm-hmm. I am not in that movie fuck with, that movie I know that's what with I said for not hiring um guests. so that's alright that's alright um but he was a villain of Superman, which is within the same world yeah, as, yeah. as as as, as Supergirl. Supergirl. But um, I think all I really can talk about is that I am uh, an alien. You know, yeah.
0: it's still uh,
1: like, it's still a bad guy. Still uh, a bad guy. Yeah. Still, you know, How but many, I, I, as with as with um, all. Um, villains mm-hmm. that have played up to this point or bad guys you they're not bad for the sake of being bad right there's a reason sure and so i i i do have a, a bit of a soft spot for okay. this guy
0: yeah um all of the nerds the yes. reason i think your twitter is blowing up is because everybody is excited i this is a really supergirl is a very um Highly anticipated show. I think a lot of people are really looking forward to seeing it. It looks like it's going to be well. I mean, have, have you well seen done.
1: Flash or Arrow? Yeah. Those are great shows. Yeah, really, really good shows. Yeah. So I love those. Greg Berlanti, who created those, as well as the new DC Legends of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. also on CW, um, is you know knows what he's doing. Yeah. So So um, he's really great about. I think his three tenants that he has up in the writers' room are. Um, heart, humor, and spectacle in that order. Oh, that's cool. Uh, And it's great, right? Because if you care about them, uh, which caring about them also includes, you know, being able to laugh at them or with them, Mm -hmm. then the spectacle is just going to make it that much better. But if you rely on the spectacle or if you rely on the humor without loving them first, none of it matters. Yeah. And I think... I think that's just genius
0: is it possible you can still be on the flash do you think or is it sort of like they don't they mix worlds right
1: well now that i am established as as a face character um i don't think i could do anything else but this character on those shows i don't know that's true
0: what i mean though is could you possibly appear on the flash as the Helgramite character
1: all all of uh, Flash has been on Arrow, Arrow has been on Flash. Yeah, yeah. The Legends of Tomorrow people started on Flash. You have to go Flash. do a little
0: research on the character before you audition for it to find out like who is this? Like what is the mythology behind him? I I did. Yeah. I did.
1: And um was able to find out um some information. Like mm-hmm. I said he's one of the lesser known supervillains. Um and I I also found out that I I'm, I'm the first live action performer to ever do this character yeah which is kind of fun right yeah
0: I bet you some of the true hardcore fans are going to be just really excited to see him kind of come to life man I hope so I I
1: really do and I I I did work really hard on trying to um, bring this guy uh, to to life life. Um, what can I say because there were there were lots of discussions as to, uh, I can't say any of that yet <laughs> um That's but okay. maybe but we how can...
0: exciting though yeah, like, it, you know it, everyone there... just watched justice on Supergirl you know,
1: there was this moment see for yourself and um there was this moment that we were shooting this action sequence, mm-hmm. and they had totally shut down this road mm-hmm. for us. Uh, middle of the night, um, in downtown Los Angeles. And, um, I was, I'm trying not to give anything away. There was this moment that
0: you were in the action.
1: I I was in the action Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you know, the wind was blowing. I'm looking at the city, the camera's swirling around me. I'm doing this crazy shit as this, you know, (laughs) alien, like uh, villain or whatever. And they were like, you know, cut, all right, let's, you know, reset or whatever. And there, I had a, a good, like, four minutes before we were ready to go again. And I just laid there, and I looked at the skyline of the city, and I was like, I'm the luckiest person in the world. Yeah. Like, this is totally (laughs) worth waiting all those tables and Mm -hmm. and even for this role i auditioned four times because of various notes that i was getting it it was clear that they wanted me for this but um
0: they just wanted to make sure you could do
1: their you you know it's a new show it's a new show so they were figuring out what the tone was going to be for this guy but um, I I'm not gonna lie, like it, it was tough. I feel like I worked really hard. Yeah. Uh, on on getting there was just probably this a one. lot of
0: pressure too because they um, the producers want it to do so well.
1: Yeah, and this is their first time going over to the you know big you know Mama Network. Yeah. With it. CBS. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's a bigger demographic, so they have sure. more concerns there.
0: I'm curious to see how a show like this will do on CBS because CBS, the AKA the Tiffany Network, has been. I don't yeah. get it. It's bread and butter. Tiffany? CBS? That's its nickname is the Tiffany Network. What does open. that mean? Um,
1: Like the jeweler?
0: Yeah. Like it used to be, um, I'd have to look it up again to make sure, but I remember when I was reading about it, it was sort of a throwback to the classic age of television where it was the... Um, the top tier the the best of the best of all of the tv networks oh tip, yeah it was gotcha. like the tiffany of you know and somehow it's america's it earned, most watched network right america's most most, most watched network but it, somehow it earned the name the tiffany network hmm. um and i don't know why i'm old and i still remember that but oh it's because <laughs> you're old it's because i'm old 100 do you want some more wine
1: uh okay. my glass isn't empty for a reason <laughs> Okay. Um yeah. Now
0: on to Helgramite no, <laughs> <kidding. laughs>
1: So uh so yeah, very cool moment. Um I and love that.
0: What a great story. Isn't
1: that isn't that wild? And I and I want if you're listening right now and if you're working those jobs and you're wondering is it possible yeah this sounds it's so cliche because like at every award ceremony you know you can do it too if i can do it yeah it's so it's so true but you what you have to remember is that doing the same thing expecting a different result is what one of the definitions of insanity right so one of the turning points for, for me was the show called powers on the PlayStation network. The mm-hmm. first time I ever got a uh, recurring on anything, which happened like a month or so after I did walking dead. And, and that also uh, films in Atlanta, right? Insurgent. Yeah. Like Atlanta. My, mm-hmm. So I,
0: Oh yeah. You were on insurgent too. Right?
1: Insurgent. Yeah. As well. So, um, I had two auditions that I was preparing to tape to send back to Atlanta. One for a big recurring on, uh, the originals, which is a spin off of Vampire Diaries, big, chunky, meaty dialogue, and then this one for a pilot called Powers, um, which is, I mean, the, the sides were, you know, this, you know, douchey detective who is investigating a crime scene and there's like dildos in the corner and he's like, fuck if I know, you know, it's just this kind of thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I. I spent zero time looking at that audition. Spent all my time working on the four-page, really cool originals. Oh, originals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's for a werewolf, actually. So um, I spent the good money for the good lighting and the great taping service. So I spent 75 bucks on that. Oh, God. And then I went over to my friend's house and gave him like 25 bucks to put me on tape for this Uh whatever the hell Powers was. Oh, no. And I, I couldn't even get through the audition like the, for the first three times I just was like fuck I, I don't know what I'm doing could you just start again and I'll I'll I don't know I'll try something mm-hmm. so we're doing it we're watching the tape back and I don't know at the end of the, one of the takes this is for powers I like kind of roll my eyes or do something and walk off and I was like what am I doing yeah. I was like what is that and my buddy's like I don't know it's I don't know it's interesting I was almost not going to send it because really? I was like I thought it was crazy but here's what I learned is I thought it was crazy because I wasn't doing what I planned to do and it was organic and it was weird to me. And uh-huh. I was like, This this doesn't work, but because it was a surprise to me, it's a surprise to people watching it and so it's interesting, right? Right, right. As opposed to the canned cheese that I had just done for the originals audition yeah. and figured out every single beat because I really wanted that part, right? Yeah, yeah. So I find out that I get a callback for powers, but I have to fly my ass to Atlanta to do it. So it's going to cost $600 to fly back. So I was like, Oh my God, that's so much money. Yeah. But my manager was like, Hey, um, uh, the director, uh, David Slade, he just came off of doing Hannibal. He's very acclaimed. He's going to do the first two episodes. Uh, if you can just be in the room with him, he's going to have a couple more shows next year. I'll be even if it doesn't work out with powers, I'll be able to have a talking point. Exactly. So I did something that I've never done before, which is once I found out I had the callback, I didn't look at the material until the day of the callback, which is really hard to do, especially when it's four days later and you spent six hundred dollars to fly there. But again, definition of insanity. Right. I was like, I've been everything that I had been doing for the previous six years. I'm like that didn't work i'm trying something else right 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 right. and so in this case i'm gonna walk in the door and we'll see
0: oh wow
1: and i did it and and you booked it and i booked it
0: and now you're a regular on the show or no i'm still still a recurring recurring guest but still that's fantastic it's great who's watching the sony playstation shows by the way
1: great question
0: Who's watching? If, if anybody out there is watching, it tweet me because I'm curious to know.
1: You know what? It's um, it, so it's exclusive. Obviously,
0: somebody is, or so they wouldn't be putting the money into having another oh, season of the show. Here's the
1: thing: it's a um, the source material that Brian Michael Bendis and uh, Michael Ove, um Avon Oming mm-hmm. uh, created. Fantastic, mm-hmm. so good, uh, really interesting characters, really dark, kind of cynical look at this genre of powers and people with superhuman abilities that I mean the, the market is saturated with right? Is it, yeah Obviously. is it kind
0: of like heroes? Like a take on heroes?
1: I It's hard for me to say because I didn't watch heroes but from oh. the conversations I've had with people they say it's similar it in like that it, yeah. um, it's not a, an exclusive group of people that have superpowers people have ranging abilities of superpowers some have most have none at all.
0: All over the earth Yeah, all over
1: the earth. Some people can, you know, hover six inches above the ground and it's a cool party trick or they can soar through the air, right? Okay. It's just all those kinds of things. Do you
0: have powers on the show?
1: I do not. Okay. So you're one of the ones without. I'm part of, so it focuses on um, this guy, uh, Christian Walker, who is a detective in the powers division of the police department Mm -hmm. here in Los Angeles. And uh, he used to have superpowers, but lost it during this fight with this notorious villain called Wolf. Okay. okay, and he was one of the only people in the world who's ever lost his powers. Right, so he's decided to still fight crime and do good by even as a, a normal human now, using it to um, as a detective within the Powers Division. So the Powers Division here in Los Angeles was—it's kind of a disrespected. Um, division because what can humans really do against people with superpowers anyway? Sure, it's kind sure. of a joke, but we do have this cell like a mile underground in concrete that we put the really bad ones and they can't really go anywhere. Okay. So um, there is some um, things that we can do to sort of uh, modulate their, their behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So we investigate crimes amongst people with superpowers mm-hmm. and unlike other um, comics, our powers age And they grow old and they die. And so they're not completely invulnerable. You can have some sort of uh, invulnerability, Mm -hmm. but you still are um, an aging person, right? And so power is actually looked at more like celebrity. It's almost a commentary on the celebrity culture. Like oh. what are you gonna do with your superpower? The cooler power that you have, you're probably gonna have um, an endorsement from Nike. Oh
0: you know I what see. I'm saying? How interesting. And
1: you're gonna you're gonna be at club openings mm-hmm. and you're gonna have an agent. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um so it's 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 a really interesting look yeah. at at this whole genre. Do
0: you think though that because um that almost has a sci fi bent to it um, like, I, I think it definitely is a sci fi bent to it if people have some kind of powers. Um, and then you're going to be on Supergirl. You are sort of now being, uh, and The Walking Dead, uh, I think Walking it's Dead based on a graphic like, novel. Horror. Yeah. Yeah. So you're sort of getting into the world of comic books, sci fi. Um, uh, it's a whole genre um, where people are passionate very passionate fans. They know what they like, what they don't like. They have opinions on it. They're very well read fans. Yeah. Um, how does that feel? Do you feel like you have to, you know, brush up on all that stuff to like, you know, keep track of it. Do you feel like that's something you want to continue to do more of uh, as terms of like sci-fi stuff or you just still open to whatever?
1: Um, yes. (laughs) Uh, is the answer to all (laughs) those questions. Um, let me back up and just say, because you you had asked, um, you know, who's watching powers and and um, the people who are watching it are are those are those kinds of fans mm-hmm. who love, in this case, uh, probably love gaming, yeah. but also love the idea of being greater than. Who you are, oh. or the underdog achieving, sure. you know? Did you go to
0: Comic Con with? Uh, I went to Comic-Con? WonderCon. WonderCon, yeah. which
1: is put on by the same people as Comic Con, a yeah. little smaller. Yeah. Um, and was able to do the panel, um, thanks to to Brian, and to Michael, they brought me up on stage, and uh, it was it was fantastic. That's awesome. So cool, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the fans of our show, um, the fans of of just the platform of PlayStation, are are very are very vocal, Mm -hmm. you know, thanks to Twitter and, and, and Instagram and, Mm -hmm. and everything else and message boards. Um, everybody has an opinion that, you know, needs to, or or should be heard. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and thankfully, uh, going into the second season, um, with Brian, Michael Bendis now taking over our show, um, along with, uh, Remy, um, they are, um, going back and, Really staying true to the original text, and I think fans are going to be just through the moon with the second season, what they're doing with it. And um, uh, it's really exciting, all of that. And I, I can't wait for fans to see the second season, um, having just basically just been given a taste because uh, with what we did in the first season, it really started to ramp up towards the end, and the people who saw it. Uh, probably notice that and uh that momentum is just going to get bigger and bigger in the second season so to answer your question as far as um um how it feels to be a part of that sort like of like the sci-fi community yeah. it's
0: such a beloved community i'm not gonna
1: say that it's not intimidating yeah because especially as someone like myself who i already admitted is 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 not well-read within the mm-hmm. world of, of comics and everything else. And it's not for want of doing it. Now it's like, gosh, that's what I should have been doing instead of like watching sure. football. I, know, I grew up in Alabama, so we watched a lot of football instead. I think
0: though that maybe it's good that you're not such a big fan because you would already have a take and a, and a preconceived idea of what those characters should be like or how what the fans are going to want to see. You know what I mean? Like, So maybe it's better that you're not.
1: I, I hope so. Because either way, <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> yes, either
0: way, fuck you Either guys.
1: way. But ha- <laughs> let me tell you something. It's it, The couple of shows that I, I did before this past year, which was, like you said, very comic heavy, um, was uh, Cold Case. And a, mm-hmm. this show called Women's Murder Club. And another one called... I forget. But... We don't have rabid fans for those shows. No. You know, we don't have people that...
0: Weirdly, uh, I think Cold Case so does, but maybe, yeah, the other sort shows... Of,
1: well, the other one yeah. that I left out was this one called Moonlight, which was about vampires. Oh, Moonlight, yeah. And I actually had a fan from that one episode that I did write uh, fan fiction about my character beyond what the show was about. So weird. So, you
0: I, just it, never it's, know who's so, a fan of what and what you're doing. It's so, so cool. Yeah. It's a
1: little disconcerting at first yeah. because I was like, <laughs> you're like, why do you care? Like, I'm doing yeah. Vampire Diaries, right? Yeah. And so, these people are talking yeah, about how much... That
0: you're doing Vampire Diaries. That's so fantastic. Yeah.
1: So, it's like people, they, you know... They already love you oh, and the they The Vampire already...
0: Diaries fans are hardcore. Yeah. Our our friend Jen Blushy yeah. is a hardcore. She I think she runs a Vampire Diaries like Does uh, she run that? Twitter fan page or okay. something. Yeah. She'll kill me for not knowing the exact phrasing of it. But anyway, she's met like best friends on Twitter through the Vampire Diaries fan club. How
1: about that? She's a well, big, big fan. It's of. it's super cool. It's like I said. It's a little disconcerting at first sure. because for someone who no one cared I not only could I not get a job. The jobs that I did have, only my family and Lee Middle School, where my mom teaches school and tells <laughs> everyone what I do, cared about. Right. So sure. now for people to care about what I do before mm-hmm. it even comes out, is is really it's really cool. So.
0: Now I want to talk about your mom for a second, not to sidetrack, because you um you're always posting such lovely things about your mom and your family. And that is one of my favorite things about you, Mm -hmm. honestly, is because you I don't want to say you're a mama's boy, because that's not (laughs) It's true though. (laughs) It's true, but it's it's so so sweet. And as a mom I can see. I bet your mom is just beaming.
1: You know what? I am so incredibly blessed because not everybody has the support of their family to do whatever they want to do.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I feel like I hear a lot of stories, especially within the arts community, about families saying, "So, how much longer you gonna give this thing?" Or, you know, "When are you gonna do a real when are you get a real job? A real job? Yeah. So." Uh, unlike those people, I, I've, I have a family who believes that it's going to happen and oh, believe that. that whole time during all those years where no phone calls were ringing and I was auditioning for Redneck in the, you're right, you in know, the one, line redneck, in, yeah. in the one line Redneck role. So, um, it's, my mom has been a huge supporter mm-hmm. and, um, oh, so nice. do me share, share something with you? Yeah, of <laughs> course. Um okay so you you may or may not know this my dad passed away about 5 6 years ago mm-hmm. coming up on 6 years ago and so his last um his uh the last time that I went home which was in about October of 2009 um he was in the hospital um we knew it wasn't going to be long
0: mm-hmm. he
1: had cancer and um i had red red uh, red eye all the way from LA back to you know, back to Georgia at the time. And I arrive at the hospital. My mom is asleep on the couch. It's like six o'clock in the morning. And my dad's in the, you know, in the hospital bed or whatever. And I get there and I'm, you know, I'm exhausted. I'm a wreck, you know? And, uh, he was like, Hey, I was like, Oh, you're, you're awake. <laughs> and he was like, is that Hollywood? And I was like, Hey Aww. dad. And he was like, Hey, oh, hang on one second. And he reaches on the side of his bed and he hits the, like, alarm button. And there, goes, darn, darn, and my mom, like, wakes up. She's like, what's going on? What's going on? The nurses rush in. And he was like, here he is. Go ahead and grab his autograph before he heads back, you know, or whatever. Aww. My dad had just done it because he had been telling the nurses all about, you know, oh, his famous Oh, and he wanted to come son. and see you and meet oh, you. My oh, my God. That's so sweet. And I felt like the biggest fraud in the world because... Mm. I mean, I had had a co-star you felt on, like you were Dropped Dead Diva. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, I had done so little. I, w- This was right in that lull when, like, nothing was happening. Mm-hmm. And, hey, Dad, I don't know if you know this, but there's more important things going on than my lack of a career at this moment. Right. But, but not what, to
0: him, like not to parents. Like I can tell you right now, when my daughter comes up to me and tells me she pee-peed in the potty, <laughs> it is the best day of my life. Like yeah, yeah. your kids, when you when they do something, even what might seem like a small accomplishment to you, it's big deal to mom and dad. Big deal. Yeah. So I can see that. I can, no,
1: it will. Now I look back on that moment and realize, oh, that's such a gift because mm-hmm. I... I can't even
0: <laughs> oh,
1: because you're getting be, a little misty. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. a little misty because, um, you know, I know he would be through the, that moment I was telling you about, he would have gotten the biggest kick out of it. He was a police yeah. officer and you know, this show called powers. I'm so thankful for oh, because loved it. I was a detective. Are you yeah. kidding? He was a detective at one time and I, here I am. You know, here's the shy little kid who was afraid of guns and everything else playing all these kind of crazy things. He would have gotten the biggest kick out of it. But in a very interesting way, I I, I was just telling someone about this the other day because he was never healthy enough to come visit me when I lived in Los Angeles. So Mm -hmm. there was I had no markers of him driving around right. so my grieving process took a lot longer because I was not reminded of him everywhere that I went unlike it just my family hit you
0: all of a sudden it just hit
1: me all of a sudden mm-hmm. um, but instead when I would walk onto the lot of Warner Brothers instead of it being a phone call to my family trying to explain this to him I felt like this sounds so hokey but like he was there watching and he was of with me he was yeah, Do you know what I'm saying he was. and, and he got like a first row seat to see all the stuff that is only going to be a story to you know my mom and my sister and all that
0: i think that's a really lovely sentiment i bet your dad Mm. is watching you oh my gosh so proud
1: it's so great
0: i am in like i said in the beginning constant awe of you not just your (laughs) Not just your chiseled and Oh, wow.
1: Guys, if you could just see this at home, I it's know, so right? Listen,
0: I'm drunk, and I'm basically just like bringing on justice. Yeah. We're alone in a room together.
1: <laughs> Holler. Put your pants on. Come on, I'm Heather.
0: I'm a little drunk. You've got your socks off. Mm. Make yourself at home. I got more. Jeez, I know. It Maybe so it's the wine. In here. No. It's this room. My, it? This room, for some reason, turns into like a thousand degrees whenever I decide to do a, a podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. I um, was thrilled that you were in town because yeah. I honestly was like, you're here? Come over to my house. Yeah. Um, instead of like in hot Lanta. Uh, working on every show on this is
1: Well, it's such a treat for me. I'm sorry if I ramble too much. You did not ramble. I mean, I'm
0: going to be editing the shit out of this. Whoa. whoa. (laughs) You did not ramble at all. I think all of um, the people on Twitter who are excited about your Supergirl appearance and then the Vampire Diaries lands are going to just... I think it's a momentum that's going to continue to build for you, and I'm so excited to see where it leads. I think it's going to be a really... Great year. If it isn't, ooh, sorry. You can come back on and blame me and be like, you put that on me. Yeah, put that bad juju on (laughs) me.
1: Um, yeah. So,
0: where can people find you if they want to follow you on the Twitter?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's, it's just my name, Justice Leak, on Twitter. Um, I, I'm a Justice
0: Leak nerds, not Justice League. Yeah, Justice Leak, L-E-A-K. L-E-A-K. Yeah. And your sister's name is Liberty true story oh god that is the cutest your parents are so I cute I know oh, it's justice my dad. And
1: um so at uh, an in Instagram I think it's justice leak because someone had justice leak I guess who I don't know
0: some weirdo do you have a younger brother named for all oh wow Ooh, do you ever get asked that oh god
1: I'm sorry um ever since the first oh grade. no yeah. oh god
0: I went there though I had to yeah
1: no I get it it's totally fine uh, <laughs> you're like in and i done with
0: you so yeah everybody go Everybody go and find Justice on the Twitter please. and on Instagram yeah, and are you do you have a Facebook fan page I'll start am one am working on that I'm gonna start one are right you now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll thank start one you. right now we're all fans of Justice yeah if you get more followers than me though I'm gonna be really pissed oh my god it's not gonna happen uh, if you're listening right now do go to Facebook and find Motherhood right. in Hollywood and also on Twitter at MIH Podcast and Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram Um, and yeah that's about it justice any parting words where do you want to go from here you've done it all what's next <laughs> who do you what? want to work with like who's next on your list
1: wow that's a that's a really uh, dream job Star Wars I mean oh, it's so cliche for it's sure. so cliche but when they it's did not cliche, that's when amazing. they did the episodes you know one two and three was right around when I was starting acting and I was like I just want to I'll be a stormtrooper. You won't even have to see my face. <laughs> I just want to be in it. So, and those were a big disappointment as we all know. But um, now that JJ's doing it, I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Disney, now that they own it, they're going to be making them forever. So, so I great. got a real, I got a fighting chance. You do
0: have a fighting chance. Yeah. You need to get in there find out who's casting all those and well, just start like sending I mean, roses. Well,
1: there are, I, you know, things in we, the works. As we start to, as I've started to work with that genre of people, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of overlap. So, I'm just kind of putting it out there, but that's, that's, that's my dream.
0: Oh my God. I'm tingling all over. That would be amazing. Um, will you come back on the show sometime and tell me about all the amazing things you're doing? Sure. All of them. Yeah. Thank you. And one last thing, don't forget to go on iTunes and give motherhood in Hollywood a quick review and you'll be automatically entered to win our giveaway on September 15th. I'm giving away an honest company bath time bundle. That's right. I'm going to choose one of the names. Uh, of uh, the people who've given us a review it can be good or bad or whatever you feel like saying about the show and you'll be automatically entered to win my random drawing for an honest company bath time bundle so be sure and check that out and i hope you guys have an amazing week i think it's gonna be a good one i feel it i feel it in my bones and uh yeah we'll see you back here next week bye guys Mama funny. balls